Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So first of all, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to all of the people who have ordered the bracelets that I have for sale on my website. As you know, these bracelets are um, they're chakra healing bracelets and they're made with the lava beads so that you can put essential oils on them. And I have infused these bracelets with healing Reiki energy. And I have also put essential oils on them already. They come with the Moldavite essential oil on them. It smells wonderful. And Moldavite essential oil is good for balancing the chakras. And it is also good for opening your intuition. So opening your third eye, opening your crown chakra, just tapping into your intuition. So the the bracelets come already infused with Reiki and infused with that essential oil. And then if you have your own essential oils and you'd like to put them on the lava beads, of course, um, that's great for doing that. It's great for putting lavender. If you get a headache, lavender essential oil is great for that. So I want to thank you for those of you who already bought them. Um, A portion of the proceeds is going to the um, Foster and Adaptive Care Coalition. My niece, it was her idea. She wanted to do something to help. So she said, why don't we make bracelets? So we did. So we made them together. She is so excited that people have already bought them. She cannot stop talking about it. So you made her so happy. So thank you for doing that. You can order them on my website. If you go there, there's a page that says bracelets and there's a PayPal button. Just click the PayPal button and if you would, just include your address in the PayPal message so that I know where to ship it to. All right, so now getting on to the message for today. Today, I wanted to talk to you about knowing your worth. I feel like there's still so many people out there who are doubting themselves and they just really don't understand how awesome they truly are. Every day I go on social media to post things and to kind of see what's happening on, on my Facebook page and on Instagram. And I have so many times seen messages from people that are so negative and dark And I know that sometimes people just post things just for the sake of posting things, but there are people, you know, lately who seem like they've been posting things like nothing good ever happens to me and it's never going to get any better. And it's not anyone that I know from this group or anything. It's just been things I've seen other people posting, people I don't even know. But I feel like there's so many people out there because we're going through this huge shift and they're feeling so many things. And it's like they don't even know their own worth, you know? Instead of focusing on the good things in life, instead of focusing on how awesome they are, it's like they're letting all of the little things get to them. And I just want you to know that you are amazing and everything you ever need is within you. And the universe wants you to know that too. And to stop doubting yourself. There's so much self-doubt that I see. And it comes in the form sometimes of procrastination. Of people not doing what they should do or what they want to do. Because they're just having doubts. 
And I also feel like there's a lot of people who aren't really being their true selves. It's like they're wearing a false mask to the world because they just don't want to look within themselves to see who they truly, truly are. I have to share a little story with you all. I have been trying to record podcasts for a couple of days now, and I could not get anything to work. Every time I would try to record a podcast, my dogs would start barking. Um, my phone would ring, and I forgot to turn it on silence. Someone came in and you know interrupted and said something. It was like the whole world was against me trying to record this podcast. And then even when I got done recording it and I went to upload it, the technology wasn't working. And it was just, I could not get anything to work. And I was getting super frustrated. And then I had to stop and, and ask, what is this about? And I was talking to my mentor and she said, the universe is telling you to stop, to take a break. Like you deserve a break. And I had to think about that. I was like, what? What do you mean? And she said, you know, you just finished a busy school year and you still haven't slowed down. Like, you're still trying to do all these things. And she was right. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. And sometimes I myself have to be reminded in a big way by spirit that I'm worth taking time off, resting, putting myself first, And I don't always do that either, guys. I'm a human being just like you. Sometimes I need to be reminded by people too that, hey, you deserve a break. You deserve to relax. You deserve to unwind. You deserve to go get Reiki yourself. You deserve to go get a massage. You deserve all of these things because you are doing your very best. And you don't have to be on all the time. And that's a tough one for me because I always feel like I need to be everything to everybody. And that's not always, you know, that's not healthy. And you're going to burn out when you do that. And I know because I get close to it sometimes and then it's like spirit comes in and kicks my butt and is like, take a break. But I have to be reminded too sometimes. But the universe is telling you, look, know your worth. You are worth putting yourself first. You're worth taking the risk to do what it is you love to do. You're worth taking the time to invest in yourself, whether it's learning something new, treating yourself to a Reiki session, going and getting a massage, getting your nails done, whatever it is the universe is saying, it's your time. You got to put yourself first. And I know there's so many people out there who don't do that. And we have great intentions. I know that you're just trying to be there for everyone else. But if you're not there for yourself first, you're not going to have anything left to give anyone else. I have to tell you that I'm a middle child, technically. Even though I have a twin sister, she was born with... um, partial nerve deafness. So she's worn hearing aids since she was, I don't know, like four, really little. So she was sort of treated as the baby for obvious reasons. And I had an older brother. I have an older brother, I should say. So I was sort of the middle child. 
And I don't know if there are any other middle children out there. But we sort of take on a a certain role in our family, at least I did. And maybe you're not a middle child, but you took on this role too. In my family, I sort of took on the role of the peacekeeper. You know, my brother would pick on us when we were little because he thought that was funny. And I had to defend my sister from my brother. But also, just within our little family unit, even as we gotten older, I found that people were coming to me to ask advice about issues they had with other people. So I sort of took on this role of I've got to keep the peace here and I've got to make sure everyone's taken care of. And that's a lot of pressure on someone. And I think I just naturally took that on myself. But there comes a point in time where you have to say, I care more about myself than I do about what's going on in here. And I don't know if somebody needed to hear that or needed that message, but it's not your job to keep the peace in the family. But I always felt like it was my job. And all that's going to do is you're going to take on everyone else's problems. And when you do that, you burn out. And it's easy to assume that role, especially if you have a very unique dynamic in your family, you know, where... And I've seen other families, it's not just my family, but I've seen other families like this where, you know, every person has a specific role that they play. And there has to be somebody who is like a mediator because not everyone gets along 100% of the time. And I don't mean, like, our family doesn't fight all the time. I don't mean that. But, you know, there are times when maybe... They don't agree on certain things. And so someone kind of has to come in and say, okay, we don't have to agree, but we have to, we have to be able to get along. We have to be able to maybe make sure everyone's being taken care of, you know? It's like someone will say, hey, can you go talk to so-and-so because I'm worried about them because this is going on. That's kind of the role I took on. It was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll go talk to him. Can you talk to this person? Sure. You know, or people saying, well, I'm mad at so-and-so. And And then so-and-so calls me and says, I'm mad at this other person. So it's like trying to talk to both parties and try to get them together in the middle somewhere. That's what I used to do. And I know there are probably people out there listening going, oh, yeah, that's my job too. I'm the mediator of the family. I don't know why, but... I don't know if it's all middle children, but I feel like a lot of middle children take on that role just because of the dynamics of the family, I think. It's a very unique situation, but it can be extremely frustrating because you feel like you have to hear everyone else's problems and you're expected to do something about everyone else's problems, but that's not yours to take on. I was just talking to a client the other day and we were talking about how she's an empath and she feels like she takes on everyone else's emotions. And I said, yeah, that's really normal if you're an empath. That happens a lot, especially when there are a lot of shifts going on or if you're in a very crowded place. All of a sudden, you will just be feeling anxiety or you'll feel depression or some kind of emotion. And you know it's not yours because nothing's happened that should make you feel that way. 
at least that's how it gets for me. Sometimes I will just feel a very strong feeling of sadness. I'm like, this is not my emotion. I'm not, I don't have any reason to be sad right now. And I realize that I'm taking on the emotion of someone else. And I don't always know who it is. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I told her that it's so important that you shield yourself, that you remove those emotions. And I kind of taught her how to do that too by imagining this white light coming in and purifying you. But it's important to do that because I know that there are a lot of you out there listening who probably are empaths and you take on those emotions of other people as well. And part of knowing your worth and knowing what you deserve is knowing that you don't have to take on the world's problems. You don't have to be able to solve everyone else's issues. And you don't have to take on their emotions. Sometimes knowing your worth is knowing how to set a healthy boundary and say, look, I appreciate that there are issues in our family, but I'm not going to be the one to solve them. Please don't come to me every time there's a problem. I don't want to be the one to fix it. And that's tough because it's your family. You love your family. You want to be able to solve their problems. But I know so many people. I remember I had a friend one time who the brother had all of these issues. And my friend was like worried constantly and up all night, couldn't figure out what to do with it. It's like, this isn't your problem. Like it's, it's hard when you see a family member going through something. But some people are so ingrained that, well, it's my family and I have to totally take care of all. No, you don't. You don't. And that's tough. It is. You know, I have a distant family member who has mental issues, but lives at a distance too. And every once in a while, I would get a phone call and the phone call would last like an hour and... I would, you know, just try to visit with her because I I did feel bad for her and I wasn't really close to her, but I wanted to kind of be there. And then just out of the blue, I would get these texts that made no sense whatsoever. And you could clearly tell that something was not right, you know, on her end mentally. But it was like, I didn't know what to do because she lived at a distance. I, there was no one around who I knew that I could contact to say, can you help her or what's going on? And that was a frustrating feeling. And for a lot, like many times, I would feel really bad. I would feel guilty because I didn't know what to do to help her. And I wasn't even sure, like, who could I call? And she had relatives who were closer, like a brother and a dad who were around. And I would think to myself, like, well, Shouldn't they be doing something? Like, I don't know what to do, you know? And it was my hands are kind of tied situation. And what I had to come to realize is that it wasn't my problem to take on. I did what I could do, and that's all I could do. And I couldn't take on that feeling of guilt of you should have done more. And she's in a really good place right now. But, you know, I remember thinking, like, why aren't they doing anything? Why aren't they helping? But then having a conversation with the brothers, like, 
he'd been through so much already, like so much, and was physically and emotionally and financially drained. And then I got it, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, I get it. You can't spend your whole life catering to someone else. That isn't fair. And there are people who will drain you of everything if you let them. And there are people in your life who will do that to you. They'll drain you emotionally. They'll drain you financially. They'll drain you physically. Have you ever been around people like that? I know I have. My first marriage was very much that way. And it was, if energy vampire doesn't even begin to describe what I felt that I was with at that time. And it's people like that don't care and can't see that they're doing that to you. And what the universe wants you to know is it is perfectly okay for you to separate yourself from people like that, even if they're family, even if they're family, even if they're family. And I'm saying that that many times because this is important. We have this, what do I want to call it? Misguided, thank you. This misguided perception that because someone is our family, we have to stick with them. You don't. If someone is draining you, you have every right to disconnect yourself to save your own mental health. And that is really tough because we have a loyalty. I think there were even passages in the Bible that said, you know, you've got to be loyal to your mom and dad and your family and whatever, honor them. In my opinion, honoring them doesn't mean that you owe them. There's a difference. To honor does not mean to owe. Just because they are your family, it does not mean that you owe them a thing. Your health and well-being are far more important. I love my family very much. But if one of my family members started taking advantage of me, started draining me emotionally, whatever, I would disconnect myself. And I have in the past had to say, you know, I've had to set a boundary and that's tough and say no to people. And that's not an easy thing for me. Setting that boundary is hard. It's a hard thing. But throughout my life, I've had to learn how to do it. I had to learn how to set boundaries with my ex. Wasn't easy. But setting boundaries means you know what you're worth. You know that you are worth more than the other person who's trying to take advantage of you. Your needs come before theirs. So right now, if there are people in your life who are draining you, and you know they're not good for you. Universe is telling you it's time to set some boundaries. It's time to let go. And you don't have to let go completely, but you can. And that's tough, but I just came to a decision myself. You know, I have a friend who is 
one of those friends that when things are great, you know, she'll pop along and want to do things and then just drop you like nobody's business when it's convenient for her. You know, it's like, I have time for you when it's convenient for me, but she'll like cancel plans last minute. And so I've just decided I don't need that. I really don't. Friendship isn't that important to me. What's more important to me is me, you know, myself being happy. And that's not selfish. It is taking care of myself. So if friendships have to go away and die and new friendships form, oh well. What I've noticed is that as I've been on this spiritual journey, amazing new people come into my life all the time. So many cool people. And it makes me realize that what falls away is meant to fall away. It all happens for a reason. And if people want to be in your life, they'll change. If if you need them to, they will. It's always their choice to stay or to go. So know how worthy you are, okay? Because you are. And there are awesome things coming to you if you will simply let go and realize that you're worth it. You deserve it. So I wanted to pull a few cards before I um, ended this. And I'm hoping that this really speaks to someone because I feel like somebody needed to hear this. And this is the funny thing, too. And just trying to get these podcasts out, talk about things happening. My dog actually chewed up one of my cards from this new deck that I have. I was not happy. It was Mr. Nate. It was actually not the one that I would have expected to chew something up, but he did. Um, So he chewed up the message on the bottom of one of the cards, but I do have the book. So your first card that Mr. Nate chewed up was Pele. And Pele is the, um, I believe, the Hawaiian god, goddess of volcanoes. But her message is, be honest with yourself. What is your heart's true desire? If you listen to the sound of your heart and, bre- and breath, you'll recognize the ancient rhythms of your own internal drumming. This forever connects you to the mother of all creation and to the sound of planet Earth. These rhythms can't be faked or forged. They're natural and eternal. What part of you are you trying to ignore? What part of you has been overly concerned with pleasing others to the detriment of hearing the sounds of your own rhythm? Dear child, reach out and extend your arms to embrace your dreams. They're just as much a part of nature as are the trees, animals, and sunsets. Don't your own dreams deserve the same respect? that you accord everyone and everything that you love? Listen to them, my child. Listen to your dreams. They'll activate the powerful eruption of your life, of passion in your life, sorry. Don't be afraid of your own passion, for it will propel you naturally and will excite and invigorate you. When you dance to the rhythms of your life, you're truly alive in all ways. So this could tell you to make sure that your career matches your true interests, Maybe you want to start a hobby that really interests you. Go on a wonderful trip. 
Invest time or money in manifesting your dream. Give yourself permission to go for it. Start a new business. Make an honest assessment of how you spend your time or list your priorities. All right, so uh, two cards actually came out for you, so I was going to take them both. And the second card that came out is Arakira. Arakira is a Celtic and Germanic goddess who multitasks as a Mother Earth deity. It's blossoming. You are just getting started, so have patience with yourself and the process and do not give up. In many ways, you are like a flower bud who is ripe and ready to open and grow. Don't try to rush this process as it's part of your beautiful path. Enjoy learning new knowledge and skills. Take your time to gather new ideas. Nurture your body with plenty of fresh air, sunshine, water, and healthful food. Soon enough, you'll get the unmistakable sign that it's time to put your learning into action. Spend time among flowers or work with flower essences and oils to support your growth process. So some of the meanings of this card are slow down, have patience, get involved with gardening, or use aromatherapy and flower essences. But keep the faith, which I think is perfect for this message. Very perfect. All right, guys. Well, I want to tell you that you still have time to enroll in the upcoming course. We actually um, changed the title because it came to everything we do is spiritual. Honestly, when we planned this course, we both sat down with our guides. You know, we did a meditation and we we're trying to figure out, you know, what do people need from us? What do we need to, how do we shape this? And so the, the title then it was a working title when we were going through it and then something came to us that this was we didn't like the title so the the course is now going to be called manifest your best life and i love that title and it's really what it's all about because it's all about getting your finances in order taking back your personal power building your self-esteem and this course is going to be so dynamic because it is online it's going to be 12 weeks and you're going to start, you'll get a week at a time, you'll get new materials, but they will be there for you to work through. So the first week is all about learning how to meditate and getting into a meditation practice. And I give you meditations that I have created just for this course. And then Heather talks to you the next week about your money stories and learning what your money stories are. And it goes week by week like that with different topics. We will be, you will meet every other week to do a live online meeting and you will be able to ask questions, work one-on-one with us then as you're working through the materials, anything you need to break down with us that we need to get further into discussion with. And one of the weeks I will be doing a group Reiki session. Another week I will be doing a group past life regression. So there's a lot built within this course, and it is going to be amazing. It's really for people who are looking for guidance and how to take back their finances. You know, if you've gotten into some debt or you just want to know how to live your best life financially, how to get rid of money blocks, how to get rid of blocks to love, 
how to love yourself again. So if you feel like you're in this place in your life where you're really not sure where to go, you don't have a clear direction, you're not sure how you're going to get from paycheck to paycheck, you know, we're, we're here to show you how to take what you already have within you and to use it to make more money, to live a better life, to love yourself more, to find your true purpose in life. So if that sounds like you, if you've ever been frustrated with money or frustrated with your where you are in your life and you feel like you're stuck and you don't know how to get to the next level, if you feel like you need some guidance and you're not sure where to go, if you've ever felt depressed, anxious, worried when it comes to your finances or when it comes to yourself, like you doubt yourself, you don't think that you're capable of living your best life, I would urge you to check this out. You know, we have a podcast here on one of my episodes that talks all about the course. I had a Facebook Live. You can go check those things out. So you can go to my website. It's, there's still time to get into this course. And um, we have payment plans, so you can check that out as well. There's so many ways you can work with me. My course, A Purposeful Pilgrimage, is still going on. That's ongoing. You can enroll at any time for that. Go check that out. All the information is on my website. And um, don't forget, you can join me on my Facebook Lives. This week it will be on Wednesday, but it's normally Tuesdays at 7. So I hope to see you there for a free reading. It's always a good time. As always, thank you for joining me. If you like this podcast, please share with others. Please subscribe. That helps other people find me. I love you all. I'm so thankful for your support. I will talk to you again soon. I am sending you so much love and light. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.